You ever have those days that are just dark? They're just down. They're just not great. Well, we're going to talk in the next few minutes about how to handle the dark days. We all have them and we need to know how to deal with them because uh, if you haven't had one recently, you probably will <laughs> in the near future. My name is Gabe Kolstad. I'm with Westside Community Church. Welcome to the midweek motivation episode of our podcast, Westside Podcast. I want to talk about things that matter, things that uh, help you get through another day, get through another week, and that's really important to me personally. You know, uh, how to handle your dark days is an important skill that you can have. And I want to give you just a few things today in a few minutes that will help you hopefully give you a little boost right now. Maybe you're facing a situation at home or at work or at school or in your daily life that is just got some problems to it. Um, We've all been there and you don't have to feel alone. So let me give you just these few things. First of all, I want to encourage you to know they're coming. That's the thing. I think sometimes we get surprised that there's a dark day or a down day happening in our life. Maybe somebody doesn't see things our way, or maybe we have an argument at home that's really tough to deal with, a disagreement that's maybe on a big topic, and we're wishing it wasn't like that, but it is. Maybe we face a little resistance at work, or something doesn't go well that we had been really hoping you know, to launch or to do. That's life, right? And I think we need to anticipate, as one person recently said, anticipate drama. Life is full of drama. And part of the problem with drama is that we don't always see it coming. But if we could kind of go into each new venture or each new week, realizing that there's going to be drama and that that's just kind of a part of the human experience, I think part of our sadness or shock would go away because it would be something that we're expecting. That of course, everything's not going to go right in this new relationship. Of course, everything's not going to go right when we start a family. Of course, everything's not going to go right when we open up a new business or launch a new organization or, you know, create a new group. It's not going to go right. It's not all going to go correct. So anticipating drama can be a real big plus. Now, it doesn't mean that you're being some doomsdayer or that you're you're kind of a negative Nelly. It just means that you're being realistic about the fact that there's problems in life and in starting new things and in running anything, in doing anything. And um, and so I think about, you know, even for myself and my family, you know, thinking about well, when we started a family, you know, we knew that there was going to be those late nights of no sleep because the baby was crying or, you know, when we bought a home, we knew there was going to be something that broke in the house. You know, you buy a used car, you know, something's going to go wrong with that used car. It's not going to be perfect. And even when you buy a new car, how weird, even then stuff goes wrong with a new car and you have to go get it fixed and you have to use the warranty and all that. I mean, we, we should we should remember that we live in a world that is fallen and where everything doesn't work perfectly. If you get into a relationship of any kind, we we are in a relationship with people who are also broken and imperfect like us. So they're going to say things that are wrong. They're going to have off days you know, they're going to mess up. They're going to have the wrong intention sometimes. It's life. So let's get over it in advance. And then when it happens, we won't be so surprised. So know that they're coming, I think is a really important piece to these dark days. You know, we're, the weather's changing where I live in Portland, Oregon. And it's like, okay, man, we had a great summer. (laughs) We did have a great summer and it was warm. It was nice. There was, it was, it was dry. Uh, for us here in the Northwest, that's awesome news because we got more days outside. We got more days on the lake or the river or at the beach. 
and it was really cool. Now we're seeing, oh man, the forecast calls for more rain and more clouds and more overcast. It's the way it is, and we have to know that those things are coming. And maybe for me, it's like, okay, plan one more trip to Vegas in the winter because (laughs) it helps us to kind of balance out the vitamin D, but we know it's coming. Same thing with our life, all right? So second thing is this, is to fight fear with love. I want to encourage you to fight fear with love. If you are a person who's facing some dark days, what you have to remember is you don't have to be afraid of those dark days. Um, The lights might go down a little bit. You know, the sun might hide behind some clouds a little bit. Might not be as exciting for a little bit, but I love what the Bible says uh, and what God promises you and me. It says there's no fear in love because perfect love casts out fear. So if you've ever thought about the concept of fear, which is part of our problem with dark days, is that we're afraid of what might come if the sun goes down or what might come if things don't go just right or our expectations aren't met. We're afraid of what might happen. There's this fear that kind of makes us tremble. Because sometimes we put our hopes in an outcome. We put our hopes in how is this party going to go, or how is this book launch going to go, or how is this you know new first date going to go? How how how's it going to go? And then when it and when it doesn't meet our expectations, we think somehow life has let us down, or maybe God's mad at us, or you know we didn't deserve it, or whatever. We kind of have this thing, but we're afraid of those things. And so I want to encourage you to fight that fear with love. There's no fear in love. Perfect love, God's love, casts out fears. You can start putting your hopes in the love of God that's consistent. You know, that's what I love about God's love. If you don't know God, uh, if you haven't had experience with God, one of the things I love about God, especially as Jesus has revealed himself in our world, is Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, walked 33 years on this earth, gave his life for us on the cross, and then rose from the dead. I mean, God's love is consistent for you and me. It doesn't change. Our worst days, God loves us just as much. You know, our best days don't impress God. And, you know, our most squeaky clean days, it doesn't make God think that we're somehow some superpower. He realizes that we're fallen people. We have, you know, problems and and, and we mess up. And he loves us 100% every single day in spite of it. There's no fear in love. We don't have to be afraid that God's going to reject us because when when we receive God's love, it's 100% all the time. So we can kind of fight our fears with that love. You know, when you launch out into something, you don't have to worry whether somebody's going to approve of you or not because if you have God's love in your life, then it really doesn't matter what other people think of you. And you you can go all out. You can be a person who... Um, feels great about things even when it's not perfect because you know that there's something bigger than you uh, behind you. So I want to encourage you to fight that fear with God's love, that, that God is God is love. If you've been joining us uh, in our weekend expressions at Westside Community Church with our weekend services, you might have just heard that this last weekend, God is love. And I hope that you have been, I hope that you will be joining us in, in our weekend services, because it's a great way to connect with more truth, more hope, more inspiration for your day-to-day life. So fight fear with love. Third thing I want to encourage you to do is to douse discouragement with faith. Discouragement is put there in your life by somebody called Satan, somebody called the enemy. And he wants to stop you from doing anything good, believing anything good. Jesus himself said, the thief, Satan, is is here to steal, kill, and destroy. I'm not a great picture 
of optimism there from the enemy named the devil. Uh, I believe personally that he's real, that the devil is real. I faced enough resistance in my life, and you probably have too. I faced enough dark days, maybe you have too, to realize there's somebody behind all this. And um, his intention is to uh, destroy. So when you when you have doubts, one of the things you can do is realize that somebody can help you through that. And and his name is Jesus. His name is God. And so we can be people who douse discouragement with faith to believe that there is a better day coming. To believe that God is at work in some bigger way. I love what Brian Tracy, the great motivator said, uh, he said he is a reverse paranoid. He said he's, choose, he's chosen to, to pause, look at the circumstances around you and go, oh man, God must be conspiring for me right now. Too often, you and me, we look at the circumstances and we say, man, the universe must be conspiring against me. Everything's like pointing in the wrong direction. And we can easily deceive ourselves into looking and we can interpret a, an event or a comment that somebody says. And we could even, we could even interpret somebody's tone of voice or their facial expressions and go, oh, wow, everything's against me right now. But he said, no, I'm choosing the exact opposite. I'm choosing to interpret everything under the guise that uh, the universe, God, isn't conspiring for me to bring things to pass that are good for me, that are uh, thought through ahead of time. And the Bible says that God has done that, you know, that, that all things work together for good for those that love God who are called according to his purpose. And so the only real question at the end of the day when you think about how to face your dark days is, do you believe that God exists? And as the writer of the great book of Hebrews in the New Testament said, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's really the only question. Do you believe that God exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you do, he will continue to reveal himself to you. He will continue to show up in your life, and he will continue to give you more and more reasons to believe. So I'm praying for you. I hope that this week lightens up for you, that God will show himself real to you, that you'll that you'll suddenly see the light at the end of the tunnel, and that you'll be able to get through one more day so that you can have hope in a God that loves you so much. Thanks for joining me for just a few minutes this week. My name is Gabe Kolstad with Westside Community Church. I want to encourage you to do two things right now. One is to go subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Just click the button, subscribe, and uh, make sure that you are tuned in every single time. And then the other thing would be consider joining us at Westside Community Church for one of our weekend experiences. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com, where we always talk about things that are relevant to your everyday life and that will give you hope in a, a God who loves you so much. All right, have a great week.